Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> got a laser disc of peggy sue got married and uh it had never been opened isn't your first problem that you got peggy sue got married fuck you i like peggy sue got married i watched it no (laughs) it's i don't even really know what it is i watched uh cages in it and he's he plays peggy sue's husband oh fuck yeah he's fucking great he does a voice like this the whole movie he's such a fucking weirdo i don't know if he if nicholas cage is like not self-aware at all or if he's crazy and thinks what he's doing is really cool or if he if he just is fucking fearless and doesn't give a shit and just goes well here we go i'm just gonna try this this time and see what happens i think that's the case i think he's fearless as well as um completely unashamed and also maybe a little crazy he's definitely a little crazy but you have to be a little crazy to want to be an actor in the first place sort of a prerequisite functional people don't feel the need to dance about like trained monkeys in front of a camera what are you saying i'm saying the fact that you don't feel the need to be an actor speaks very highly of your mental health i wanted to be an actor oh (laughs) yeah okay that checks out i'm too shy i'm very shy i look at some of the stuff they do and i'm like fuck i am i'm i am jai courtney that is you know like (laughs) i could like i could do it but i'm not that interesting (laughs) i feel like i have more personality than he does he's probably a nice guy that doesn't take a lot no it doesn't this is sharks across hollywood and we're gonna talk about another weird movie today we've kind of we we're kind of on a we kind of have a theme going for some reason accidentally okay so, wait what what's the theme i don't know the well, movie did looper we, and... we did looper okay so looper's not part of the theme but deathgasm oh, and oh, and knights yeah. of badass i'm kind of tonally similar yeah that's true that's true i will say deathgasm <laughs> is probably a better movie yes but i completely think deathgasm is a better movie i like summer glow better than medina whatever the fuck also yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you on that one and peter d Dinklage is in Knights of Badassdom, so that was pretty cool. And he's fucking awesome all the time. So Knights of Badassdom. That's what we're doing today. I've said it three or four times already. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> What's the title again? <laughs> I forgot. God damn. It was shot in Spokane, though, so that's cool. Little lo- little local lore. Yeah, and it was shot in Spokane, but it was not shot by North by Northwest, I don't think. <laughs> Which is weird, because every everything that has a camera touch it is fucking done by North by Northwest. <laughs> I think one of them, a guy from there, like, consulted on it or did, had a producer. I think that's part of the reason it's actually kind of good. Oh, yeah you have your thing probably shouldn't talk shit on them they might be able to help us a little people bit are what i don't know uh, i mean nothing against them personally or they're all very nice people i've met some of them they're they're very nice people but they have not made a bunch of quality they don't have a long lineage of quality That's material true. and i have never watched uh z nation so I, don't, I haven't seen it it might be great i hear it's okay I don't hear it's bad. Yeah, that sounds just, about yeah. right. It's okay. It's like, it's, the, it's it, like the the other movies they made. They're okay. If you're tired of Walking Dead or you've finished it, there you go. Yeah. You're like, I need more zombies. I'm not done. Zombies aren't played out enough for me. Give me more. <laughs> no. Okay. So it's not just me that I'm like, yeah, zombie movies are cool. Like, I, I'll go back and watch, like, Dance of the Dead or Automaton Transfusion and stuff, but or Dawn, Dawn of the Dead, the remake in particular, but I don't care, really. Like, I don't want another zombie movie. I don't need more zombies in my life i'm zombied up at this point. i'm good i'm so good if i want to watch a zombie movie i've got a bunch of them you've got good ones you've got got bad ones you've got great ones you've got ones that you shouldn't watch at all and you've got middle of the 
railroad ones like World War Z. You can watch that one and just kind of be like, yeah, this is a thing. I haven't seen it because I have no desire to. It's fine. It's one of those. I don't hate it. The horror pack sent it to me in a, I think it's a steel book. So that's mm. cool. I do love my steel books. You do. So this fucking movie, Knights of Bad Asdom, it was directed by a guy named Joe Lynch. And I knew I knew that name from somewhere. Where do we know it from? He had a segment on Chillerama. Oh, I haven't seen that. I'm aware of it though. But his first uh, feature credit was Wrong Turn 2, Dead End, that came out in 2007. (laughs) Now, Wrong Turn is an okay, okay, dumb horror movie. Wrong Turn 2 is a terrible fucking movie. (laughs) Until, like, the last 20 minutes or so, it gets fucking nuts. And I was was bored out of my mind until it got to that that last third of the movie, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is the greatest thing ever. Because you have a a vegan chick who has to, like, is getting force-fed her friends. And she's tied to a chair with barbed wire. And I saw oh the, God, I saw I this guy give an that. interview. And he was... I don't know what he did before. He, he worked on movies before. But this was the first time they let him direct anything. And he was crazy. He was fun to listen to and give interviews. And you could tell he's just so fucking excited to be there. <laughs> and it's kind of a bummer because he hasn't done a whole, whole lot. Well, Jesus. I mean, you know, it's not like Wrong Turn 2. The fans were like, you know what? We need way more of that in our lives. Oh, you say that. How many <laughs> fucking Wrong Turn movies are there? I don't know. But I'm marathon on them all one time <laughs> here that's that's it, google it was a ridiculous experience that's all i can say and they're remaking it too they're rebooting it really yes are you fucking kidding everything me? is getting a fucking reboot oh, right now geez. i am i like the one that i'm actually looking forward to a little bit is saw because it's going to be produced by chris rock what and i'm like what uh, yeah like why we don't need it no but at the same time i'm curious because fuck comedians seem to make good horror movies though so i'm kind of no Com- kind of nerds make good horror movies well, and true. the there comedians who are nerds make good horror movies i don't know if chris rock was a real nerd you know like i'm, I'm not saying he couldn't do it i don't know have you seen the trailer for the new season of fargo no no but he's in it though he's he? in it and he looked he, i mean he, it looks pretty good fargo's a great show it's not you know so it's probably going to be really good but uh when i saw the little clip for the trailer i thought is that chris rock <laughs> and then sure enough it's chris rock there will be seven wrong turn movies sometime this year because there's, you know, wrong turn two, wrong turn, wrong turn two, dead end, wrong turn three, left for dead, wrong turn four, bloody beginnings, wrong turn five. That, which one was the reality show one? Two. That one was with Henry two. Rollins and yeah. I I, I actually enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed that one. Right, because it, it's so it's like it's. Start- I remember I re- enjoyed the reality show one. I don't remember it. I just remember no. the concept. It's a concept that that's obvious when you're making a horror movie. It's so easy and yeah. stupid. It's not highbrow. It's not breaking any new ground. It's not brilliant, but it was fun. No, if you can make it through that first hour though <laughs> that last 20 minutes is fucking insane and i mm. love it but apparently he had a lot of issues on this they wouldn't give him like final cut or anything which is annoying i hate it when they fucking do that even especially on, on a movie wrong turn or on, on nights of badass them so i'm like why do they, it's a it's a small movie who cares the really? same thing who? happened with cabin fever 2 with uh, ty west he left like right after he got done shooting it because they wouldn't let him in the editing room or anything and it's he's just very like, oh. strange i don't understand people getting power trippy about like a little nothing low budget movie yeah i mean this no, movie that nobody's going to see <laughs> the people who see it are going to be people who seek it out yeah knights of badass them has to have uh, way less than like 10 million dollars let's see i'd be amazed if it was more if it was more than like two the only things that warrant an actual budget in this movie are peter dinklage steve zahn and uh, summer glau's appearance in the movie that's the, it not at the time though uh, game of thrones hadn't come out yet well, granted let's see when, when was the movie actually shot is the is that's the that's the thing because like the only person in here that was really a name besides Steve Zahn, obviously, that that had that anybody gave a shit 
shit about was the guy who played Joe because he was in True Blood. Oh, he was the the main guy was in True Blood. Yeah. Uh, I see. I never watched. I watched like three episodes of True Blood with my ex wife, and then she was super into it, and I was like, "You go ahead and watch that on your own." That's, That's there you go. Awesome. Filming began in July of 2010. Okay. So yeah, this is. I, I don't think True was True Blood even out there at no, that point. True Blood was out at that point. Was it? I I know. I we watched it, and I actually enjoyed the show for the most part. But the thing is, Peter Dinklage was already a, a fairly acclaimed, and he was at least well known. But he wasn't. He wasn't. He fucking wasn't Game Tyrion. of Thrones. Yeah, he wasn't Tyrion Peter Lannister Dinklage. yet. But for me, like, he was. He was the bad guy in Underdog. I remember when I read <laughs> Game of Thrones, thinking they literally couldn't cast anybody but Peter Dinklage for this role if they made this into a movie. Oh, and Peter Dinklage was in that movie, Living in Oblivion. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. Nothing super high profile though. The station agent. Help, help me out with this. Help me out with this because you got the IMDb open. Was the guy who got the book stuff tattooed on his face was that Franks and Beans from Something About Mary? I never fucking saw that movie. What? You've never seen something about Mary Franks and Beans. Not a huge, not a huge Stiller fan. I'm not a huge Stiller fan either, but that movie was fucking hilarious. That movie was all over the goddamn place, and I just never watched it. And now I don't fucking feel like it. Oh yeah, that's right. You were a kid when that came out too. Yeah, it was like '98. I was prime. I was prime for that fucking movie when it came out because you know I'm that that that's a hormonal age. That's when it starts. That's when it really fucking. Yeah, it's got. I mean, it's got Cameron Diaz. She's smoking hot. It's from the people who made Dumb and Dumber. But yeah. Yes, the guy is totally in. There's something about Mary. I knew it. I knew it. It's so weird to see him doing a serious role because he actually is a really good actor. And, you know, because he, he completely sells that character in something about Mary. Jesus Christ, look at me guessing guessing years right. I'm good at that. 1998, that's when there's something about Mary yeah, came out. That um, doesn't surprise. I, I probably could have guessed that. That's that's just what I do. That's just what I do. So 98, cock, I was people. 19, so that would have made you what? 13? 12? 11. 11. That was in 87. Yeah, so 11, 12 in there. There's something about Mary. And now I don't want to go back to it because I'm like, wow, I think I have outgrown that kind of humor. Like, if it's grandfathered in. I got to like, say, it actually is. I mean, there's definitely stuff in there that you're going to be like, oh, Jesus. Like, come on. What are we? What, what, what am I, 12 again? No. But there are a lot of genuinely funny jokes in that movie. I mean, there, there's a lot of genuinely good humor in it. You know what killed the Ben Stiller experience for me? What was that fucking movie? The Heartbreak, Heartbreak Kid. Heartbreak Kid, yep. Fuck, I hate that movie. <laughs> and, yeah. Oof. I told you, I I hate that I hate that movie so much, I didn't want to watch... Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall Forgetting because Sarah Marshall because I was. thought it was The Heartbreak Kid. <laughs> I remember that. I'm like, what the fuck? Because Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a good movie. That, yeah. Not a, not a good movie. <laughs> oh, boy. So, I don't know. We'll stop talking shit about everybody in the movie. This this movie's really well cast for, especially for what it is. It is. It is. Uh, with the exception of that main guy. I don't like him at all. You don't really, I don't, I don't love him. He, like, just, he's has okay. a, he just has a face I want to punch. Yeah. I don't know why. You know like, why? Like, like, like uh, he could kick my ass easily. There's just <laughs> something about his face that I just want to, uh, you know. Do you know what it is? Pop him one. He's Australian. No, I don't think that's it. Because my current celebrity crushes, I, I think, is Australian. Who's that? Uh, Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's Australian? I think she's Australian. I really like her, She though. might be New Zealand. She might be a Kiwi. Well, now we, now, now we have call, to... What do you call... I mean, aside from Kiwi, what do you call someone who's from New Zealand? Do you call them New Zealandish? She is from... She's from England, man. Really? Yeah. Well, she must have picked up on that accent when she did uh, the wrestling movie. No, she's... Florence Pugh was an English actress. Hmm. She's actually from England. I do love me some Florence Pugh, though. 
because I, I, I just got fighting with my family, actually, and I watched it again, and it was really good. They streamlined the fuck out of everything in that movie. I'm sure. Uh, which they do with everything, but this is the first time I've ever been like, I can see where they did that, because I, <laughs> I you know, wrestling is a thing that I know. Yeah. She was so fucking more confident, so much more confident than the than the movie portrays her as and all that shit. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But we open in Knights of Badassdom. We're, ba- we're back. We're back on to Knights of Badassdom. Here yeah, we go. they never did say how, <laughs> how Steve Zahn's character became a millionaire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of a millionaire who lives in a fake castle. Is it just because he sells those those replica swords? Is that what it is? Maybe. Like they like, imply that that's his customer base. Yeah, that's just a throwaway line halfway through the movie, and it's like okay. And they and what was what is it? Joe's girlfriend refers to him as your accidental millionaire friend. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's, you live with an accidental millionaire in a fake castle, and you play in a death metal band. And he's like, no, it's doom metal. It's doom metal. And then Brian Posehn Brian Posehn. Of course, because yeah. <laughs> if you're talking about metal and D and D, if you're talking yeah. about metal and Brian Posehn has to be there. <laughs> and he's like, well, it started out as did it say is it started, started out, as, out black as black metal, metal but then we we moved into well, S- sludge, sludge and, and, and then yeah, now now, now it's kind of doom. I love it. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> we meet him when he's just singing a fucking song in the garage that he works at. He's a mechanic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This movie, <laughs> this movie is so fucking nerdy. It's just crazy, and it, it is, and it's it's so perfect though. <laughs> I started crying, laughing at the end. As soon as he pops the seat, has him pop the CD, and I'm like, Jesus, what? The- <laughs> I completely forgot that's how it ended. Okay, yeah. Well, fuck it. Since we brought it up. So the ending of the movie, after all the LARPers are dead, they're the only ones left. This this small group of, they're LARPers, everybody. Yeah. It's it's a LARPing movie yeah. that, that just accidentally becomes real because of Steve Zahn, because he's a dipshit. Because <laughs> it's always one dumbass in the movie that fucks everything up. And he, <laughs> and he buys an ancient book on eBay. So this book is supposed to have these, these spells in it, and that's what summons the succubus that's essentially made of Joe's ex-girlfriend. And the monster that eventually forms out of her melts the book or, like, burns it. But the gem's okay. So he's like, all, all it takes is like singing and we can fucking, and we can just do whatever. So he's like, put this CD in, go to track two. And it's, it's apparently his doom metal band. Is that what Karaoke doom metal style. sounds like? Cause no, that doesn't really. sound like doom metal to me. It sounds like him only a little, yeah, a little slower. I mean, it sounded like, it sounded like, it sounded like eighties metal, honestly. Like kind of, yeah. Doom is, is like, I had some, I had striper come up in the car <laughs> on the way over here and I was like, yeah, this sound that sounded a lot more like Striper than what I would think of as Doom Metal. So I, uh, so the way the way I understand, it, I don't know if I'm right. We we can play some Doom Metal later, but uh, I think it's it's kind of like that. Only it's a lot heavier than what we got in the movie. Hmm. It's like slow and brooding, but it's also really genty and weird. Hmm. You know what gent is, right? No, it's a it's a thing that the kids are into these days. It's it's that. Just breakdowns and oh, stops, okay. <laughs> and then you have one guy shredding over the breakdowns. It's fucking, but it's really slow and just that kind of okay that tempo. Right. Yeah, see, that's what I would think of if I was thinking. If you said doom metal to me, it conjures something closer to that in my head. Yeah, somebody told me that Ghost was black metal once, and I'm like, no, knowing now what I know about black I don't metal, think I'm that's like, black. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, their their subject matter is black metal-y because they talk about Satan all the time. I had a friend I had a friend who <laughs> listened to a lot of metal and she she said, she gave me a couple of CDs to listen to and was like, no, this is black metal and I listened to it and it basically sounds like a like a heavier version of death metal to me. It's just... 
but Get heavier, you know, like 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 a lot basier and darker. Oh, yeah. In that sense, uh, uh, Deathgasm and Knights of Badassdom also have some overlap. Yes, at least in their love of metal. So maybe let's let's keep it going. Let's just and let's the metal just... saves the day in the end, and that they throw out the spell and, and oh yeah, and yeah. wow, destroy the demon with the power of their metal. These have literally the exact same <laughs> climaxes, don't they? They do. And and both of our heroes end up with the girl, and they both yeah. kind of do metally things with them. Oh shit, that's right. Holy shit, I didn't realize we were <laughs> fuck. This is a little too on the nose. Maybe we should maybe we should come back next week and do something <laughs> different. I don't know. So we we meet Steve Zahn. We met Steve Zahn. We met uh Jason Stackhouse. I don't remember what Steve Zahn's name is in the movie. Neither do I. Jason Stackhouse. His name is Joe. I got that far. Took me until right now. I don't remember. remember. I don't remember anybody's <laughs> name in the movie except Peter Dinklage's Sir Hung. Yeah, Sir Hung. It took me until <laughs> now to remember that Summer Glau's name in the movie is Gwen. Oh. So there you go. which is a perfect name for her. I don't know. Just she she looks like yeah. a Gwen. Yeah, she does. But uh, let's see. Let let's actually. Oh, <laughs> the song that he's singing in the beginning is supposed to be a love song for his girlfriend Beth. Did you catch this line? And it's called "Your Heart Sucks My Soul." <laughs> <laughs> but and he was gonna propose to her, but she broke up with him because that's yeah. just kind of how that happens. Well, it looked like it looked like she was worried that he was gonna propose to her, and then he was like, "Oh no, no, no don't worry, I'm not gonna propose no, not gonna to happen. you." No. So and then she's like, yeah, we're breaking up. Was she tricking him? I'm confused. Yeah. I don't know. Bitches, man. I don't know. They be tripping. We meet Peter Dinklage now because Joe goes home and he's all fucking depressed and pissed off. But As you do. The first thing, one of the first things Peter Dinklage says is, where's my level three or my plus three mace? Because <laughs> they're LARPers, everybody. Yep. LARPing. And then it appears Joe ran over it, but his tire isn't flat because that thing had some fucking Which, epic level spikes on it. That is a real mace. Yeah. No, Why? it looked like it was made out of metal. Did they play? Why does Steve? Oh, I guess Steve's son would have that stuff in his in his car because he's trying to sell it. Never mind. There we go. Problem solved. I don't know what your question was. Why does he? Why are they bringing real weapons to the LARPing event? Because he sells them. And then because yeah. he sells them. Yep. Because I forgot already. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> It's okay. Large swaths of this movie are fairly forgettable, but it does have some. It does have some lovely moments in it. That's why I took notes because I knew I wouldn't fucking remember anything. <laughs> like uh, there after. <laughs> What is he? Joe goes inside to fucking play his guitar, and he's he's playing this slow song. And Peter Dinklage and Steve Zahn walk in, and they're like, "That's a power ballad. Oh, What's wrong no. with him?" <laughs> <laughs> She broke up with you. I should have written down some of the funny stuff that Peter Dinklage says because it's all funny. Like everything that he says yeah, is Dinklage really is ridiculous. Pretty, Dinklage is reliably good in pretty much everything. So They do what all nerds do when they get dumped by women. Smoke a lot of weed. And Hung lies to him. He absolutely lies to him yes. because he's like, it's what does he call it? It's a mellow sativa. Yeah. It'll lift your spirits without knocking you out and then straight up knocks him out sure enough we would he way he passes out and he wakes up and he's got armor on and he's in the back of the van they shanghaied him they shanghaied him racist. which now that i think about it is probably a racist term. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit he's australian he doesn't know any better we see all the other nerds at the larping event and it's just a little montage of all these people that have tried very hard to avoid in life <laughs> Because you know you'll become one of them if you're not careful. In I've I've gotten way nerdier in my in my old age here. Your old age, fucking thirty something. Yeah, I've got, I'm, and I'm like shit. If I was twenty and I was like this, I'd totally be larping right now. <laughs> I mean, because like, what are they do? What is what is Glory Hammer doing on stage? That's exen- that's essentially what they're doing. That's true. Yeah, they're fighting an evil wizard named Zargathrax, and Angus <laughs> McFife hangs out with 
the Hollywood Hootsman who is a god, and then mm. there's there's too many fucking characters. His names are delightful. <laughs> Angus McFife. And there's a n- new character that gets introduced in the third album. Ah, fuck, I can't even remember his name. But he's an evil, like, warlord guy. And Zargothrax tells him to go kill Angus McFife and his friends. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll bet they don't have sweet-ass animatronics like that monster they got for the end of this movie. You talking about the truck dragon? No. I'm I know. Talking, I'm talking about the actual Those monster. Those effects that were thing fucking cool. Amazing. I wish I was... I wish I lived here at that point. I totally would have been there. I'm I, like, didn't even, I didn't even hear about it. Like, I fucking... I missed that. That, that would have been awesome. I would have been there. If I'd known about it, I totally would have been there. I know. And it, I love stuff like that. Like, if you can get a good monster suit in a movie... And I don't yeah. mean, like, Godzilla monster suit, because those suits look like shit most of the time. No, that one was, like... That one was, <laughs> like, really hardcore Comic-Con. That was, like, San Diego Comic-Con level. So we get a tour of this of this big event that was shot in some park in Spokane, whatever. But we also meet Summer Glau at this point. The, the tour's kind of intercut with that dude whose name I don't fucking know, but he's an actor that's... in one Another one of those guys there's a lot of those people that are like he's in a thing and i've seen him before His character is gunther isn't he Gun- no gunther is uh summer glau's cousin yeah i'm talking about the oh you're talking the, about the Mc- like the mcpoyle guy yeah the fucking the, the main the guy who's running the the event oh, yeah the guy from is. the guy from uh always sunny in philadelphia is that way i know him yeah plays he plays one of the mcpoyles and it's always sunny in philadelphia. oh okay oh ronnie quack that's the ronnie that's the quack that's the character's name <laughs> His name is Jimmy Simpson, but yeah, he's one of those guys that just shows up and fucking everything. So what he's he's in Westworld. He's in Under the Silver Lake. He's oh in, fuck, that's right. He is in Westworld. I forgot about that. An episode of Black Mirror. He's in yep. seventeen episodes of House of Cards. He was in Zodiac. He was in White House Down. He was in um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I blocked that one out. What a piece of shit that was. Yeah, I have the book upstairs. And I still haven't read it. Actually, you know, I should revisit Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I might enjoy it now that I now that I like have definitive proof that it's a bad movie and I can just enjoy it on that level. Might be fun. <laughs> he was in a movie in 2007 called The Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Of course he was. Like, he sounds perfect for that. Oh, he was in Stay Alive, too. That's right. What is the one that he was in? He was in one where he played like a sort of sex predatory character. Herbie Fully Loaded? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Loser? Yeah, loser. That's right. Oh, when he, he was fat. Wasn't he fat no, he back wasn't, then? he wasn't fat in that. He, In fact, he looked almost identical to how he looks now. <laughs> like he, Oh, yeah. No, there he is. Okay. But he, uh, no, he played the guy who would roofie chicks drinks and then come out with his dong hanging out. Was that him? Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was a different character. And then, his, and then that. somebody switched his roofies out for placebos. Yeah. And then he comes out. It was Jason Biggs. He was trying his to. his ass kicked. Trying to make sure his yeah. not girlfriend didn't get raped that movie's fucking terrible yeah I did, it is <laughs> i did not like that movie you know i saw that movie at a drive-in in denver with my parents but it was a double feature with me myself and irene oh that is not a good one-two punch that's a that's a ruin your day when you're 12 me myself and irene is fucking great because it's dick and fart jokes and fucks and shits and yeah that's true dildos and pissing <laughs> like you're piss- i i will say the dildo scene where it's like <laughs> I guess I just wasn't enough for her, was I? Was I, buddy? Was I? And it's flopping back and forth, and then she's like, it wasn't for me. Jim, for, for all the good movies that Jim Carrey made, he, he Adam Sandler his way through a bunch of other ones. Yes, he did. Whew. It's so crazy to me that he can, he can have, I mean, he, he has movies that are genuinely hilarious, and he has movies that are genuinely great dramatic pieces, and he has these horrible, horrible Adam Sandler level movies. I thought this part was funny when we, when the 
first time Joe sees Summer Glau, Peter Dinklage is trying to teach him how the how the LARPing rules work. How you know, right. and he's like, "All right, don't no, no, it's fine. I'll show you." And then so so he's like looking at Summer Glau, and, and they're smiling at each other. They're just sh- they're, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like I think she's she's probably like, "Oh, he's gonna get hit in the ass." So I'm just gonna giggle at him for a second because <laughs> women are mean like that. But then Peter Dinklage hits him in the butt and fucking knocks him down. <laughs> he LARP kills him, and then. Summer Glau's like, finish him! And then Peter Dinklage fake cuts off his head and does the thing. That made me happy. <laughs> and then he he throws an invisible head to Gwen, and she catches it. Did you see that part? Yep. <laughs> that was Wait, cute. does she catch the head later on in the movie? No, no. Like, see, he that's just... <laughs> a wa- that is a waste oh, you know of a what? callback. You're right. You're right. She That'd should be... have caught the head later in the movie. Oh, yeah, because they do throw a severed yeah. head right at them. Yeah. And it was her cousin, so she should have caught it. Yeah. Damn it. You're right. Missed opportunity. Nobody ever accused this movie of being well. That's true. Amazing or anything like that. It's not like it's not like they shat all over the Godfather or something. Joe can't use a sword though. He's not allowed to use a sword because he's new. Because he hasn't earned a sword. So he has to use a little a little styrofoam dagger. <laughs> it is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Especially when he pulls it out later after they find Hung dead, and he pulls out pulls out the the dagger, and he's like, and then he's like, what the fuck? But then he he keeps it. He doesn't like toss it aside. He puts it back in his belt well you know it's like well this is this is my buddy steve zahn's dagger i i guess i better hang on to it i think there are more important things going on my friend was disemboweled yeah but you know that like in a few days after the <laughs> after zahn the, would be the like, horror the is over speaking of which what the fuck happened to everybody after this thing like how are they not in jail because uh, there's there's no evidence well, <laughs> the demon dissolved and they are the survivors i mean realistically the cops are going to pin this on them because they have to pit it on somebody there are like 150 corpses out in the woods in spokane because someone has to go to jail for that i don't think everybody died i think a lot of the a lot of the larpers that were there escaped so (laughs) so we can assume that because there were so many witnesses to the contrary that they have to at least kind of believe a little bit especially since their stories are going to be relatively the same a giant monster came and killed everybody I'm just imagining those police interviews. You know, I I, I recently read Helter Skelter and listened to a lot of police interviews. <laughs> so I'm imagining those interviews just like, oh, this is going to be ridiculous. So he got his knife. He got so his fake he knife. He got his little dagger. Also, Steve Zahn has to cast a level 12 summoning spell in order for Joe to get the life force of a character that we meet at the beginning who got paintballed to death, I guess. Okay, this is where they're clearly... St- taking liberties with the source material. I, I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for years. I don't think there are level 12 spells. I Granted, I did not play as a magic user, but but this is I think like, this, I think this isn't like actually level is six or maybe eighth level is as high as it goes. I wouldn't fucking know. I played D&D once. While the concept is cool, I will 100% give that because you can just kind of do whatever you want and it's fun. Especially if you have a good dungeon master. I didn't. He was a fucking douchebag. Yeah, if your if your dungeon master sucks, then the game's gonna suck. I mean, that's hey, just... hey, Andrew's girlfriend, you know you can get all your hit points back if you flash the dungeon master. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Wow. Oh yeah. my god. You had one of those douchebags. Yes. Yeesh. Very creepy. Oh man. Wow. I like. Yeah. I don't even know how to deal with. I'm so glad that I haven't had to deal with that because I've heard stories about those guys. The dungeon master on a power trip is just the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing for me. It's like, d- dude, it's not real you realize you are are lucky to be surrounded by people who aren't beating your ass right now right like (laughs) 
Oh, like God. you should you should be humble and thankful every day that you have found enough people to join you for a game who aren't constantly making fun of you for how yes. nerdy you are. You know what? And I used to really think all those and some of those D and D people are weird as fuck, and that they they play D and D for a reason because they're weird. Some nobody, people do. Yeah. Nobody likes them. And that's true. <laughs> that's that's true, and that's definitely true for some. But then you have like Henry Cavill, who's like a fucking he's a pe- <laughs> uh, no. It, it's the fucking Joe guy who sold his soul for liquid death i think he's a D guy what? he was in he was in uh those movies with the naked boys uh magic mike who joe manga manga i don't know who you're talking about joe manganiello manganiello what's this, he, what's this he sexy fucking guy i don't know who the you fuck don't know that who that is? is what the fuck he was in true blood also he was in oh well if if he's a true blood star i'm i'm already lost because well, literally the only person i know from the only person i know from true blood is anna paquin that's it you've exhausted um, my true blood knowledge now he was in rampage if you saw that Mm-mm, i did not why didn't you see, i know you you like boys why didn't you see magic mike i don't like boys i like men there you go there's men in there there you go <laughs> fuck he has not been in any goddamn thing you've ever seen i don't think spider-man 3 oh he was flash thompson in spider-man <laughs> Really? That's right. That's right. The Tobey yes. Maguire ones? Yes. And I, the fir- <laughs> I heard that and I'm like, wait, what? Oh, shit. It is him. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. You found me a reference that I can. That there I can we go. But yeah, and he he's actually a sp- the spokesperson now for Liquid Death, and I saw him sign his his soul contract in blood, which was pretty creepy, and I liked it. He was also in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, talking about how the Jay and Silent Bob strike or the the Blunt Man and Chronic movie sucks ass and balls, and then they talk about the Power Rangers for a few minutes hmm. because it's it's distributed by Saban Films now. Jay and Silent Bob is distributed by Saban. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saban has fucking broken into. Oh no, I saw it. I Do saw see, a. I see that I fucking that, logo everywhere now. I saw that. Tra- Trailer for the horror movie they have coming out. I Holy can't remember shit. what it's called. What's it called? Is that the one with Finn Wolfhard, the kid from Stranger yeah, Things? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I can't remember, but it looked kind of cool. It starts with a. I feel like it starts with a T. That did it. Uh, yeah, fuck. I don't remember. I just know it looked. It looked okay. I so just I remember kinda... I saw the Saban logo. I was like, what? I was watching a thing with a bunch of horror trailers. It was like all the trail, all the horror trailers from this month. Yes. You know, and. Uh, <laughs> And then the Saban logo comes up. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But it actually looks good. Power Rangers month got a lot more interesting. Yeah. Half joking. Half joking. I know you are. I said half. I know. Okay. Let's stop talking about Joe Mangiello now or however the fuck you pronounce his name. <laughs> You're fucking welcome. But he's hot, though. I would, not, I'm not would, saying he's a bad looking guy. I'm just saying. I would just. Oh, no. oh he's. Give him he's not that good looking. Oh. We could we could fuck on a bed of liquid death. <laughs> That would be so uncomfortable. We're having fun now. That's oh, a party. <laughs> so guess what happens when Steve Zahn tries to fucking do his level 12 summoning spell? I'm just going to guess. I have no idea. I have no memory of that scene. I'm going to guess he summons a succubus from hell. Yes. Do you really not have any memory of that scene? Of course or? I have. I okay. just fucking watched the movie. <laughs> they drew a pentagram and the guy, another guy who's in, uh, I think. Danny Pudi from yeah. uh, Community. There you go. That's fighting way below his weight class in this one because he, he has no responsibility in this movie no. other than to be scared 
prepared for like a minute until he fucking dies. He is wasted <laughs> in this movie. That's that is the that is my biggest complaint about this movie is that they wasted Danny Pudi, who is hilarious. Was Community out in 2010? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Did anybody care about it yet, though? Besides you, season one was big. Was it? Yeah. Season one was season one was what got him season two, and then season two they it started you know kind of like people were like this is too weird, too nerdy. <laughs> they draw a pentagram and put Joe in it, and they're and what's what's his name? Danny Pudi. And he's like, well, that, that's not how we do this We're stuff. trying to stay away from that Satanist shit. <laughs> and then Steve Zahn's like, no, it's in the book. The book, <laughs> by the way, this evil magic book he got off of eBay happens to be a real book that was lost for generations, they say, written by John D. when he was trying to summon angels, but ended up summoning demons instead. And then he tried to destroy the book, but he wasn't able to. The famous alchemist John D. Yes. He who was is real. one of the few historical characters I am aware of. <laughs> <laughs> Joe happens to have the, a picture of him and his ex-girlfriend in a at, at prom and that is how it that is how they summon the succubus that looks like her it now we never see beth again like the actual her yeah so is it fucking is it beth did the, the the succubus like i don't think it's actually beth i think it's just i really wish there was a follow-up and a we got to that is shaped like her i wish th- there was a follow-up and we got to see her get something maybe not dead because you know it's fine but just like scared maybe maybe there's a post-credit sequence we didn't watch because i there. wasn't that into it at the by the end. <laughs> there is not a post-credit sequence, unfortunately. Okay. Summer Glau is there, and this is another one of those... Uh, and she's quite hot. Yes. This is another one of those uh, Peter Dinklage moments. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs the picture, and they're like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, ex-girlfriend. And he eats the fucking picture when Joe tries to grab it. And God, what the fuck does he say? It was just... It's all funny. To be done. He's chewing on it, and he's like ready to fight him. But uh, Gwen and her cousin are there, and he's like... Joe's like, oh, who the fuck? What, what, what are these guys doing here? Because, you know... He doesn't want to be nerdy in front of the hot chick who is also being nerdy, which yeah. we re- we learn later that she's doing it because because of her cousin, because she's just nice. Her, her not appar- apparently, apparently not entirely mentally stable cousin. Yeah. How does he get through life? I'm very confused by that. He doesn't. It's a movie. It's a movie. Sure. But it's not a movie to me. It's real to me. It's like wrestling. All right. You know what? I'm actually on board with that. <laughs> and that raises the broader question of how do some people get through life? I mean, I don't understand it. I was thinking about it this week. How do those people who are <laughs> so morbidly obese that they can't stand that they're like bed bound how do you get to that point in life and and here's here's the thing here's the thing i understand getting overweight i understand getting to a point that's very unhealthy but i don't understand getting to that point because in order to get to that point have you seen the meals these people eat they're like 47 pounds of not cheap food and someone is cooking this food for them because they obviously cannot they can't stand do they have cable what do they have cable yeah probably there you go tv that's what that's what they're doing. That's how they get that's how they get through life. They watch No, I they watch mean, Boy who, Meets World reruns. No, I don't mean how do they sur- how do they mentally survive? I mean how do they get that fat? How is it possible someone is in the background of their lives funding this cuz they clearly can't be What are they doing for employment? They can't get dressed. Who is enabling this lifestyle and funding it? I couldn't afford to get that fat if I tried. If I spent every penny I have, I couldn't get that fat. And I seriously, I understand those people have problems. I'm not judging anyone. I'm not here to judge anybody because I'm an asshole too. We've all got our issues. I've got my issues. You've got your issues. I just want to understand how it happens. How? I can't afford 
I and and I make what everybody is saying is a living wage. I make about fifteen bucks an hour. All right, I'm actually over the fifteen dollar mark. Yeah, but I'm in that neighborhood of what they're calling a living wage. Right. Oh, and, those are those are those are hard air quotes, by the way. Yeah, and I could not afford to get that fat if I put all of my money towards it. I don't know. I don't have an explanation for you, but I'm just I'm gonna let you go. You're good. You're doing all right. It bugs me. It's really been eating at me. Un- unless I do something to forget, like watch a movie. So Joe has a boner for Gwen, as they all do, I think. Literally every person, every every heterosexual male at that thing probably has a boner for Gwen. There's a lot of hot chicks there, though. They're, 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 I they're, didn't they're, see they were cutting around. There, there, was some, there was some stuff happening. She was the only hot one I saw. Even Joe's ex-girlfriend didn't do anything for me. You know what I tried to watch today? Right after Nights of Badassdom. <laughs> mm. It came up as a recommendation. Oh, boy. And by the way, wow, Tubi, you need to work on your recommendations because (laughs) fuck. Did you actually watch it? I tried to watch it. Disaster movie. Oh, fuck that. Oh, my God. It was physically painful to watch. I made it 15 minutes in, and as soon as Carmen Electra showed up, I was like, fuck this. I'm out. I have not been into any of those movies for the longest time. Like, I don't even really, I don't even like Mel, Mel Brooks movies. I'm just like, this is, this is done. I'm over it. It's not funny anymore. And no, then, I, I, w- know. I was on board with it through maybe Scary Movie 3 or 4, whichever the one that had Charlie Sheen in it. I think three, that was 3. I think 3 was the first one that had him in it. Yeah. As soon as, that one, I was like, well, yeah, this is pretty bad, but I, I laughed. But, yeah, okay. but, yeah. but watching Disaster Movie, I didn't even smile. I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what, so funny what in the actual fuck am i watching here i have a i have a fun halfway date story i used to work with this girl who kind of liked me for some reason and i was very oblivious to it because i had <laughs> no interest in her whatsoever she was kind of cute and everything but i'm just like yeah she's fucking weird i don't really like her very much like she's nice we talk whatever but i found out that she was into me somehow and i can't remember i can't remember the the, the events leading up to this but she's like oh hey come over on your lunch break we'll talk and whatever and i'm like okay cool so i did and then we started making out i'm like whoa this is weird like i, I didn't <laughs> wait whoa, how do you just start making out how does that shit happen well she did she like just she, start yeah and uh, like oh, i was not i for some reason was not expecting it like i had no fucking idea what was going on i've been on the receiving end of that once. and then apparently she still kind of liked me but something something was off the second time we hung out she invited a friend over like another f- female friend and i was okay with this because the second that she walks through the door i hadn't had this conversation with her i hadn't talked about movies a lot with her or anything they choose to put on date movie and you went, and they all right, were uh i'm gonna leave they were both laughing like it was the funniest fucking thing they've ever seen in their lives and i'm like all right nope. okay well i know i can't have a conversation with you anymore this will this would never work in a million fucking years uh, I, Ugh. you know, I, I was actually thinking about that. If, if you are the kind of person who thinks that kind of thing is funny, I don't want to take that away from you. I don't want to judge you. I don't want to ruin your enjoy. Because honestly, anything you're doing that isn't hurting other people yeah, and brings fine. a little joy into your life, that's great. I wish you, <laughs> I wish you nothing but happiness. But if you make that. me watch that, it hurts me. So you're evil then. But I cannot be around <laughs> it. I can't. I can't. Exactly. Exactly. If you try and make me watch that shit, you're a bad person because you are, you are. <laughs> mind raping me through my eyes <laughs> so so you know what that means those movies have to go on the list so once when we hit goals we get to <sighs> we get to pull from that shitty list <laughs> fuck me dude i that's it's such a good idea if people care i gotta say disaster movie in particular was the worst i've ever seen i haven't seen anything that came close to as bad oh, as god, that i can't 
Like, I watched Scary Movie and Scary Movie 2 when they came out when I was young. So I'm like, oh, these are fun. And then Scary Movie 3 comes out and I'm a little older and I'm like, what the fuck? I think one joke was funny and it was the, the saw scene with Dr. Phil and somebody else. And when Dr. Phil turns around, he has that giant dildo attached to his butt and it's ready to like fly up his ass. That part made me laugh. I remember that whole thing and I watched the movie and I'm like, this is literally just how many times can we hit this kid in the head with a baseball? And they did it like 20 fucking times. And I'm like, wow, it got less and less funny every time. Yeah. But my friend, is a, he was a fucking idiot so he's like ah, ah, every time like you're a fucking dick it's called diminishing returns <laughs> so there's there's a joke about summer glow's ass and i can't remember who says it but he's like oh she's she's got a plus three and she she hears him she's like just a plus three you you underestimate my endowments and i'm i flexed well, was it a little a plus, bit a plus three ass of seduction or something, <laughs> something like that, like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they were trying to be secretive but she's a good sport so that's she wouldn't even have to be a good sport i i and i'd give her the benefit of the doubt that's because you'd fucking you'd kiss her goddamn feet if she asked you to yes i would so we're skipping over a bunch of stuff about beth showing up the the beth demon succubus thing showing up and killing a few people there is that funny scene where she's being very seductive to the monkey guy no to the uh to the gay dude the gay elf oh yeah and he's like honey <laughs> you're barking up the wrong tr-. or no what, what do you i say? can't remember i can't remember but i was gonna write it down it but i like didn't for some reason yeah you're yeah, oh, but fuck. It was barking was up the wrong tree, but it was a D&D version of that, was, yes. which was great. Uh, it was pretty good. And he, he just walks away, but he still dies. Yep. And he gets his heart ripped out, which I think is a missed opportunity because the, the dude is talking to their fairies. <laughs> and they're out of game because they brought a girl into bed with them and the girl liked it so much that she went and saw the, the girl without the guy, which I'd be like, fine, fuck it, do that. Just it, She'll she'll come back over and we'll all and have fun, gu- right? Right, and the guy shouts after he's like, you're just gonna get your heart ripped out too. But she doesn't. And she doesn't! That, that This movie is like, that's the frustrating thing about this movie is it's good, it's fun to watch, it's fun, it's not good, it's fun. It's not perfect in any it's, way. It's fun, but there are so many missed opportunities like that where they do these great setups and then something that could have been a payoff happens yeah at least a punchline yeah and they don't use it yeah it's like oh weird. man just poor planning all around it's a tragedy because it's such a fun movie despite that it's one of those you can look past well sure i can we I, can complain about it too it's a lot of fun but <laughs> that's why we're here in fact you hope that the filmmakers learn some lessons there the writers and the director in particular it's more or less the editor because he didn't have final cut so it probably wasn't the director's oh. fault so after i still sh- can't wrap my head around <laughs> why the fuck wouldn't you give the I know, director I know. of it, your hundred and fifty thousand dollar movie final cut doesn't make any goddamn sense does it so after she after she ends up killing all those people hung and the guy from community danny pooty and nobody else <laughs> they run into her oh and the and the the guy from westworld right oh yeah he's walking them through trying to get their mission accomplished or whatever their quest yeah quest is the right word which how did they score the game master hanging out with i them? don't fucking know what is like, so special about these guys they were giving him shit like I right think, off the bat yeah i don't know i was gonna say it's because steve zahn's there but he's not he's not yeah. with them i think i don't know fuck <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of thought about that. And I'm like, well, he must have like a bunch of assistants doing the same thing for other people. Right, you would but, think, but but this line was really funny, and I did I did actually write it down because Beth shows up and everybody's like, oh, like there she is. There, let, let's fight her. And they're like, no, dude, I think she's actually hurt. But then <laughs> Peter Dinklage is like, no, I I know her, and he starts doing his larpy voice. But then <laughs> he's like, fuck you, and the mustache you wrote it on. And then <laughs> And then she murders him. Yes, she does. But that was really funny. Don't worry. He'll be back. She, yeah. She disembowels him and finds the picture that he ate. Oh, that's which right. Which was awesome. <laughs> 
I forgot his name in the in the movie and in real life, and I keep forgetting it, so I wrote Brown Guy Dies too. Danny Pooty. Danny Pooty. I will never fucking remember that, and I don't know why. You can just call him Abed. He's Abed from Community. Oh, I'll forget that, too. You really right. need to watch Community. You would love Community. I don't I bet I would. I bet I would. haven't watched it. I don't it's know. right up your alley. This TV's hard. I will. Everybody hears the screaming, because obviously people are dying, so there's going to be a bunch of screaming. Right. So Joe and, uh, and Gwen and Steve Zahn and Gunther all end up there together and they find they find little hung and he's dead he's limp forever (laughs) yes (laughs) and they call the cops and of course the cops happen to be the paintball rednecks from the beginning so oh we we should probably recap that because we skipped right over that at the beginning oh yeah that's right Uh, go for it (laughs) yeah so at the beginning of the movie when they're first doing they're doing like a ceremony because yeah because steve zahn has to cast this 12th level summoning spell or whatever and he's trying to do it and then these paintball douches show up and basically just ruin the party for him and uh and so consequently the summoning spell never gets cast and so he doesn't he doesn't get his next level and it establishes that there's a rivalry between these paintballers and the larp group oh and that's where Ugh. that's actually where franks and bean frank and beans <laughs> oh, yeah, gets, gets uh he gets his face eaten by the magical book and gets letters incised yeah. in his skin yep which so that's actually an important plot which point. becomes important later and then the book disappears and reappears in the van so we know right off the bat something is up with it i mean it's eating people's faces and it's teleporting also they did say in the opening scroll to the movie that it was a magic book written by the yeah so the the alchemist john d so that was probably the first hint that there was something up with this book but by the time it teleports back into the van you know this isn't just a regular book it's a it's a regular magic book it is yeah no i don't think it's just i think it's a an exceptional magic oh okay all right so now the main characters are off to be all heroic and shit because they they decide that it is actually a demon that's going for some reason because Steve's on doesn't he put it together like right now like oh shit like this is a thing that's no that happening. that's when um that's when McPoyle what's his what's his fucking name like Quark or something Quark like that? yeah Quark <laughs> discovers that the book is actually written in an ancient language oh, that that's he right. knows that's right. called Enochian, Enochian I think which yes I've heard of that before that's a thing. Is that a is that an actual? I believe so. It has something to do language. with like aliens and shit. Oh. oh, so 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 it's a conspiracy theory language. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Enochian. Yep, is an occult or angelic language recorded. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. In private journals of John D. So that that's real. Okay. So um, yeah, apparently Quark can read this language, and he uh, and he <laughs> discovers that Steve Zahn accidentally summoned a succubus. Whoops. As you do. Sure. Yeah, sure. it happens. When does it happen that he reads from the book again? Was it during that? Was it when she shows up at that thing? I think it's, yeah. Uh, so they go and they go off to get the swords because, you know, it needs to be real steel in order to defeat the zombie, the monster, whatevers. And then that's when Joe finds Beth eating a dude in the woods while they're looking for Gunther who had taken off because they were all going to go and actually go to the cops. And But Gunther found a big, huge fucking uh, Kurgan sword in the back. <laughs> and and he's the one who thinks that he's actually living in a in yeah. another time and actually living you know he's going to fight the monster by himself he never so, breaks character never breaks character so there's something wrong with that guy but they they find <laughs> beth eating the dude in the woods and uh summer is that the gay guy n- maybe yeah i think so yeah. or it was the chick one of them well, anyway. yeah somebody 
But <laughs> Gwen stabs her and like sticks her to a tree, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then she pull. Then she just slices herself off. She yeah. works oh, herself so creepy. off the sword and just cuts oh. it cuts it through her. So that's when they try to do the uh, a spell to because everybody meets back up again. They finally right. catch up and they do the spell in it. And he's like, "Yeah, I did it. And it scared that bitch back to hell." But it turns out that she f- ran off into the woods to die. Yeah, <laughs> he fucked. He fucked up and accidentally turned her into a big demon monster. Big nasty, thing. awesome fucking demon suit. And then there's you know, and, oh, and in the midst of all this. There's supposed to be a big LARP battle between these two factions, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to happen community. at dawn. But... So they have to go and save all the LARP well, nerds. What happens is Quark's two right-hand men, which I guess maybe want to be his right and want to be his left. I don't know. Suffice to say, his jack-off hands... Um, <laughs> I bet they do, too. They wake up and misinterpret the whatever they hear. I can't remember what they hear. It's like a trumpet. Yeah. They sound. misinterpret it as the signal that they're supposed to start the battle. And so they go and the guy gets the shofar from his temple, which is a ceremonial ram's <laughs> yeah, horn that they yeah. blow through. Because <laughs> he lost the actual one that he was supposed <laughs> <Yeah>. to use. <laughs> and he blows that to start the ba- to wake everybody up and start the battle. Yeah, he blows that. And then Quack is like, what the fuck are those idiots doing? Quack. What a great name. That is a good name. We also get one of my favorite things in the fucking world. You know what it is, don't you? The gear up scene. Oh, of they, course. They're I back. Should've. They're back at the van, and they're fucking getting all set up with their swords and armor and shit. I'm like, yeah, except this time it's real swords. And you popped a real boner. I love it. I fucking love it. I don't say that as a pejorative. <laughs> uh, so in the middle of this big battle scene, the the fake battle, we get also get like there's a there's a fake monster too with the truck with those two idiots <laughs> driving it. Yeah, they set up they set up this big paper mache <laughs> dragon thing over this truck. Which, by the way, that's got lawsuit written all over it. I mean, come on, someone's getting hit, someone's getting sick. yeah. They're like where. <laughs> Because maybe if it was like an ATV or yeah, something, like shit's happening outside, and they're like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Well, you're supposed to be able to see out of your yeah. fucking car, but they're using this little screen to drive." Yeah, like you guys could have left the windows open, like clear, right? Or you know, like put some kind of like fabric that when you're looking out, you can see because of the light outside, but they can't see in. You know, I don't know something. Like something, that. but you know, that's not this. That's not this movie. No. <laughs> uh, so the rednecks come to fuck with the battle, of course. Yeah, because they called the cops, and yeah. it turns. Turns out the cops are the rednecks. So yeah, with, with the you know what? Guns. Flavor Flav was right. Nine one one is a joke. <laughs> good, good reference. Good reference. I like it. The real monster comes and fucks everything up more. And he fucks the rednecks up. He starts by fucking up a redneck. Yes, like right off the bat. Uh, who refers to the the wheelchair larper as meals on wheels? <laughs> yes, yeah, which is very offensive, but it doesn't matter because the wheelchair larper also dies. Yes, so fuck it. So the demon is equal opportunity murderer. Yeah, he doesn't so. give a shit. Again, the practical effect was really good. I wasn't expecting really. It. I thought it was going to be a lot cheesier looking, but it looked no, good. it looked great. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, I like I, I I would not have seen this quality level of an animatronic monster in no. this movie. You ever seen the Giver? I was thinking I was thinking yeah. it would look more like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't. It looked way better no, than it that, looked which fantastic. is fucking crazy. Yeah, the Giver was basically like Godzilla. <laughs> like like Godzilla but trying to be young and hip. Yeah. I fucking love the Giver though. Oh, the Giver's fun. It's Giver's just so it, dumb. It's just so stupid. It, it, with Mark Hamill, the great Mark Hamill, who was on the cover and doesn't really do anything in the no, movie. No. He's he's like he 
he's there for like five minutes and then he does voiceover. And he dies. He His character dies. Wait, does his character die? No, his character doesn't die. He's actually in the whole fucking movie. He's just not the Giver. He's like the, the detective or something. Or I don't fucking know. We'll do the Giver one day. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Anyways, how do they fucking do this? I don't even remember. They pin the the monster like to something with a with the truck. Yeah, they oh, back, with the van. Yeah. They back a truck into No, it's a, oh, it's, a truck. No, it's the it's truck. A, yeah, it's it the is. Redneck's pickup truck. That's right. There they, we go. Thank they you. throw it in Jesus. reverse, slam it against the bottom of the dragon truck. Oh yeah, yeah. And yep. pin him there and then Gunther shows up and pins the demon's hand with his sword to the truck and then its other claw gets locked behind the tailgate so it can't attack them. Oh, and at some point by the way, the the Redneck with all the face tattoos now because of, from the book it gets has he's been decapitated by the monster yeah so all that's left is, is his head with this with the tattoos on it which comes into play now almost wouldn't have seen that coming I would know, you right because the monster finds a way to destroy the book after they steve's on does the does the chanting and stuff and he's singing this <laughs> singing this dumb stuff but the monster shoots like fire at it or well, something no summer and joe that's right launch fireworks into its mouth oh that's right that's right god damn it and then and then it the fire explodes out of his mouth and is headed right for uh uh I don't know, Liam McPoyle. Quack, that's right, quack. Quack. It's headed right for quack through the open rear window of the truck. Oh, yeah, and he uses... And Steve Zahn yeah. blocks it with a with the book because apparently he is much more fond of quack than he led us to believe earlier on in the movie. Enough to set himself on fire. Yes, and then he has this great scene where he just keeps saying, I'm on fire over <laughs> and over and over again. So the book gets destroyed, which I thought it was indestructible, but whatever. Yeah, they kind of made this whole thing about how John D was trying to destroy it and it couldn't be destroyed. He, so all he had to do was throw it in a fireplace. That's a little bit of a lapse. Yeah, you'd think throwing it in a fire would have been the very first thing he tried. But the jewel's okay. They're like, oh shit, we don't have a, we don't have the book. And then he's like, wait a minute, we have a book. But Quok said that. Quok figured it out, I think. Oh, no, wait. No, you know who figured it out? Gunther figured Gunther it out. Gunther figured it out. And I'll get you a book. That's when he throws the severed head at them and they're like, ew, gross. <laughs> but when, when Gwen should have been the one to just catch it, like, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's where that payoff should have been. Fuck. So that doesn't work either. Quok is trying to read the text and then the truck dies and the demon gets out and stabs him in the back. And now. And then all dead. all that whole head subplot was for nothing at this point. It ended up being a red herring. Yep. We do that though so Joe can be all fucking cool and sing his dumb metal song. And this is the scene that I just couldn't stop laugh. I laughed so hard I cried. Uh, it's I not, cried not funny. the whole scene <laughs> so, from laughing so hard. So when when did it start for you? When did you start laughing like he's he, like put this in track two and then he jumps up on the hood and he takes out that <laughs> shitty little knife that fake knife that that fucking Steve Zahn gave him and he starts singing into it like a microphone and he sounds like a hair metal band from the 80s and I'm just like are you fucking kidding me this is how he's gonna kill the demon and he really commits to it and then what happens go keep going and then he's through the power <laughs> of his metal the heavens open and who is summoned but ghost dinklage ghost dinklage shows up with flaming red eyes and slays the demon and this is the only reason that this scene isn't an entirely a joke because i mean i gotta say ghost dinklage is fucking awesome that was that was a very good yeah i, I like it uh, and you think like you think for a second oh maybe he's back but he's not no. so you, you, you're happy and then oh you're as sad, soon as as soon as it's over and he just disappears and the lyrics to the song are so fucking ridiculous i don't even remember and him now. he commits to him like 
like, you know, uh, this will be your doom. <laughs> the demon's dead now. <laughs> through the power of metal. Through the power of metal. Through metal and, and punk sometimes. All things are possible. But there's more <laughs> there's more movies that destroy demons with metal. We need we need like a movie that Look, let's let's face it. Punk slays political demons. Yes. Metal slays hell demons. Yeah. We need a movie where uh, a Britney Spears song is the catalyst to save the world. <laughs> Just to change it up a little bit. Oh my God. Like, what are you going to do, man? Are you going to play that fucking, that Dio song? And is that going to do it? It's like, no, man. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> That's of the course, song. We both were thinking of Hit Me, Baby, One More Time. What other song? Not the- Oops, I Did It Again. That's not a Save the World song. Come on. No, it's got it's got to be Hit Me. It could be Sometimes. Okay, that's fair. What about she- Lucky? Oh, that one? Remember that I one? I don't know that one. No? It was on the album with Oops, I Did It Again. Do you think I actually listened to that fucking album, dude? I, I didn't. You can't avoid Oops, I Did It Again. I didn't listen to the album, but I, I was a Britney Spears fan back in the day. I'm, I actually became a Britney no. Spears fan after the day oh when she kind of had her comeback uh i was like you know when her hair grew back yeah yeah <laughs> you know like she, she's kind of middle-aged now and she had a, another song come out and then she had another one after it and then it was only like a one or two single thing but i was like you know you forget like those are really catchy pop songs yeah and it's annoying because you hear them and then you just sing them for the rest of the fucking day that's not because your brain is just rejecting them it's no. because they're so goddamn catchy yeah they're <laughs> they're they're okay you're allowed to like shitty pop music and i do yeah me too i go i go back to nsync every once in a while i have two not one but two vitamin c albums jesus christ <laughs> remember wow. vitamin c yes no one else I does do. <laughs> wow i did not think that's where that was going yeah i Holy know right shit vitamin c wow that's and i love some of those songs i fucking love them we have you ever i heard- cannot defend them but i listen no. to them all the time there's a movie called get over it have you heard of it with ben foster and cisco and mila kunis and kirsten dunst jesus is that ben foster in that movie yes the yes the ben foster who's like one of the greatest actors in hollywood oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. i want we need to do that movie because i watched it recently and it's so fucking stupid <laughs> And I loved it so much when I was a kid, but I, I love it now for just completely different oh, reasons. God. Yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be down to do that. I, <laughs> I haven't seen it in fucking forever. I don't even remember. I just remember it by the title. I was laughing. Like, I watched it a couple weeks ago, and I was laughing because it, <laughs> it was so... And it's Ben Foster, and he is just giving it his... his early his 20 year old all and you're just like wow this guy does things eventually cisco doesn't who the fuck cisco nobody knows who cisco is anymore remember he he was a thing for a minute and then he just completely disappeared kirsten dunst does she still do stuff i haven't seen her in a fucking movie in a while yeah she was in uh, fargo season two i think oh really oh yeah. that's cool really good uh, mila kunis this was before everybody was famous too fuck mila kunis well she was on that 70s show and i mean yeah. kirsten dunst had had done i mean she was famous for Oh, yeah. the vampire and then she i think is this pre or post bring it on post bring it on this is like right after wait right after bring it right on before. was big that's right she was pretty famous huh bring it on was big it spawned like three sequels didn't it it's it's one of those just Not, straight to yes video i know they're straight to i don't know how many there are there's a lot like it had a fan base that movie had a fan base i was one of them because i, w- I was just because <laughs> kirsten dunst was hot oh yeah so bring it on came out in 2000 get over it came out in 2001 so yeah she she was she probably made that movie right after bring it on right after she shot it and she's just like this isn't gonna go anywhere fuck it <laughs> now i'm famous i wonder if anybody 
realized how big Bring It On was going to be. Well, then again, she already didn't she win an Oscar or some shit for Interview with a Vampire? Yeah, so whatever. Uh, I don't know if she won an Oscar. She got nominated yeah. for one though. So we're almost done. We're almost done, everybody. So I mean, the movie's over. Now. <laughs> the movie's over mostly. There's a six month later PS. Six months later, they're all in jail. No, this is this is where it ties into Deathgasm again. Yeah, because Joe <laughs> and Gwen start a band, and he's like, "You're a terrible bass player," and she's like bouncing around all cute and stuff, and she's like, "I know." Yeah, that would have made more sense if they'd started a punk band because you can't play metal and be really shitty at it metal is hard to play no it's it's not easy (laughs) you you can't you can't bullshit your way through metal like you can punk but she's cute so yes you can you can do it and then the rest of the stuff is just like oh this guy died and he his stories are told forever in the in the larping kingdom or whatever (laughs) quack was named game master extraordinaire Extraordinaire. there we go as if that's a title anyone gives a shit about He did. They all did. These and Steve Zahn finally made twenty seventh level. Or yes, twenty seventh level. level uh, Grand Wizard or Sor- something. I think it was sorcerer. sorcerer. Yeah. So yeah, the movie's over now. And given the way we feel today, we did a pretty good job. Hey, why don't we wrap this shit up and we can talk about this shit later? So we do have the audible thing, and I did finish the Man in the High Castle. Yeah. Not very good. Oh bummer. Which sucks because I spent money on that. Hmm. Like I don't do that usually. And now I'm reading Cannibal Creek, which is it was three dollars. That's more my speed. Cannibal Creek. Yeah, yeah. that's. Sounds like more your speed. I love me some good old, just simple fucking horror. They're on a camping trip. They're going to get maybe eaten by somebody. There you go. All right. Well, what's your recommendation? My recommendation, if you're a, if you're an audible, if, if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash sharks across Hollywood and sign up for a free trial to support the show and something like Knights of Bad Astem sounds like your cup of tea, you might try Critical Failures. The, the book Critical Failures, it's a series. It's a long running series at this point. It's I believe they're on book seven or eight now. And uh, it is one of the funniest books you will ever read. It's about a group of uh, Dungeons and Dragons players. Well, excuse me. It's Dungeons and Dragons, but it's like, you know, obviously not called Dungeons and Dragons because Wizards of the Coast would be up their ass with lawyers if they did that. But so it's called, you know, something else. I can't remember exactly what, but they're looking for a new dungeon master because their old dungeon master quit on them or something. And they find this guy on Craigslist who turns out to have a set of magic dice. And when they are not playing by the rules as he sees fit he sends them into the game as their characters that sounds awesome and one of them created a barbarian orc who has a charisma score so low that he (laughs) constantly shits himself (laughs) that sounds awesome i'm into it wow it's really good it's really funny and it's available right now if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash sharks across hollywood you can get it for free social media nonsense you can follow us on everything at the shark pod and sometimes I actually post things, but you can yell at us on there. That'd be yes, fun. Yes, you can. You can yell into the, I mean, at us. Yell <laughs> into the void. Yes, I know. The void. Watch that on Netflix. Ooh, that yeah. That movie's awesome. That's a, that is underseen. If, if you're, a, if you're a fan of a uh, good, serious, dark horror, check out the void. That one will fuck you up a little bit because yeah. it's awesome and disturbing and gross. And those fucking Canadians really know how to. <laughs> Practical effects too. Yeah. And good ones. <laughs> yeah. Really good ones. We'll, we'll do some Canadian horror, I think one of these days, because that's a Canadian movie that they. Yeah. That they picked up. One guy in particular makes some weird movies. So you can also donate to the Patreon if you feel so inclined at the patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood. And like I keep on saying, eventually we'll have some other stuff going on up there. So you'll actually have a reason to give us money. They better give us a lot of fucking money if you're going to make me watch disaster movies start to finish. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, every time we hit a goal, we're going to pick a movie off of the shit list. That's what I'm going to call it now. The shit list. The shit, yeah. And that's yep. based on all the things you've mentioned going on 
that list. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, I'm I'm not going easy on you either. But that one will be torturous to me too. So don't don't even worry about it. So anyways, uh, we'll be back next time with something else. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. We both have Pandorum now, so we're that's on we the way at that. some point. But until then, uh, stage awesome. <laughs>